welcome to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grace and Ease Productions. And today, although it may look like we actually coordinated our outfits today, we actually didn't. So you know there's already some resonance happening. <laughs> but my guest is Susan Friesen, who is a visionary brand strategist, an entrepreneur, and founder of British Columbia's premier boutique web design, development, and marketing agency, eVision Media. Now, with over 20 years, so she knows what she's talking about, experience in the industry, she is an expert in helping businesses to establish their online presence and create a really strong brand identity. Her passion for empowering female entrepreneurs to succeed in the digital world has earned her a reputation as a leading authority in the marketing industry. So please help me welcome Susan to the Creating Powerful Impact stage. Hey, Susan. Hey, Shay. So glad to be here. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. Yeah, me too. Um, and I love that we're like already kind of in an alignment here. You know, it's not often that I wear red. And so I think it's very fascinating that I decided to wear red and then you popped in and you're also wearing red today. So I think that's yeah. fantastic. There, there must have been, there was definitely a synergy going because I woke up this morning feeling, yeah, I feel like wearing red today. And it's not a normal <laughs> color either. So yeah, that's awesome. Color. Yeah. Right. So I think my first question to you is really because I don't know if I really understand. And if I'm not sure, I bet you there's a ton more people. What exactly is brand positioning? Yeah. Well, and, and, and it's a fair question because I, you know, sometimes I wonder if it's just one of those marketing lingo terms and only us mm -hmm. in the industry know what it is, but uh, it, 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 what it is, is it, it's everything to do with your business across every single touch point that your potential client and your existing client has to do with your business. So it's everything that they, it's, it's the impression that we leave behind when they have encountered your business. So let me just kind of put that into context for you because that's a bit abstract. Mm -hmm. So many people think that brand identity is your logo, right? I mean, when you think of brand, oh, well, that's my logo. And they might think it's a website uh, or, or you know, the graphical, the, the visual component of, of a brand identity, because that's what we're raised to believe. You know, the Nike logo, everybody knows that the Nike logo, that's a brand. But it's actually so much more than that. And like I said, it's, it's everything that, that your clients come across and the perception that they have about your business. So it's everything and everything to do. So yes, there's the visual component, there's the, the logo and the website and all of your marketing materials and your social media stuff, but it's also the communicative part of it, the audio and how you communicate, the, the communication part of things. So everything that you say and how you say it and the inflection in your voice, everything that I'm doing right now is a reflection of my brand. And then there's also the tactile component of it, the, the look and feel, the touch of it. Uh, everything to, uh, you, if you're selling a product, how does that feel? What kind of experience do people get with that? To your business cards that you hand out, are they loose and flimsy, loosey-goosey? That has an impression on the people who are looking at it. They're going to go, huh, 
kind of cheap. That must mean that this guy, you know, is really cheap or not doesn't have the same sense of of uh, brand positioning of of you know escalating that impression. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I like to talk about most is the visceral impression that we leave behind when uh, somebody encounters our brand. What is that feel that we? get them to feel. So it can be uh, when we're in person talking to somebody, it can be when somebody first lands on your website, what's that visceral response that people get? And of course, our goal is to make sure that that visceral response, that first impression is a positive one. And that in a nutshell is brand positioning. Um, You know, it's at the end of the day, the the promise that you have for your clients and and how you keep that promise and how you portray that promise and and how are you going to convince them that you are the best choice that meets their needs. Mm, Okay. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Because there's, it's also like the difference between you and your quote unquote competitor, right? Right. Like, so there are other people that run and produce events like myself, but there would be a different reason for them to choose somebody else other than myself, right? Like I've had people come to me and go, yeah, um, you're in alignment with my values and what it is that I'm doing and how you present yourself and how you show up and how you run events is how I want my events to be run, right? That's the piece that we're looking to communicate through the brand positioning, correct? Perfect. That's exactly it. At the end of the day, we want to position ourselves in a positive way to our ideal clients so that we are providing them everything that they need to know so that they can trust us to hire us. Yeah. So how does uh, a business owner really start to utilize this brand positioning to get them more leads and thus more sales? Yeah. And, and really it's at the end of the day, it's everything and everything you need to do in order to build that trust and make sure that your brand identity resonates with your ideal target audience. So you want to make sure that you provide that first uh, positive first impression. Uh, You want to make sure that you are consistently doing that across everything, including your staff. So right from when you're meeting somebody in person at a networking event, what you're posting on social media, how you're communicating on social media, what does your website look like? What does your website say? And how is it, uh, you know, communicating with the people coming to it? Uh, Right to your e-signature and your voicemail message and how your staff are communicating with, you know, with those who are uh, in touch with your brand. So it's like this ever encompassing, but it has to be consistency. Mm -hmm. And that's why having that brand analysis, that brand framework is so crucial to have in place so that everything is consistently geared towards meeting those standards that were met in that, in that guide. And, and, you know, ultimately what we want to do is like I say, build trust and build community so that we're turning our followers into raving fans and and like you said, we want to make sure that our values are in alignment with their values and that they get that, they understand that and that it's being communicated that way. And so, yeah, we want to be speaking their language. We yeah. want them to know that we get them. We know what they're looking for and that we um, they feel that they're in a, an alignment with us. And then it becomes a no brainer. So 
even though I didn't give you an exact example, uh, all of that has to meld, meld together uh, to build that sense that we know exactly what our target audience is looking for and what they need from us. And we're communicating that in a way that will make it easy for them to convert into um, a lead and a client. Makes sense for sure. Now you talked about um, having having it also go to your team and your employees. You've yes. got like 20 years of experience right. in this industry. Um, I would love to pull back the curtain just a bit. And because a lot of our audience is, you know, continuing to scale and leverage their business. Mm-hmm. And I know the business is never really easy. You know, you have that roller coaster that happens. I would love for you to kind of peek behind the curtain and maybe share a little something with our audience of a time when you were either growing your team or growing the brand or changing the brand or doing something that was at that moment, like a crunchy moment Mm -hmm. uh, where it just wasn't working the way you thought it was going to. And then what it is that you did to kind of change it or turn it around to get you to where you are today. Well, that's a loaded question. I, have you got some time? To yeah, talk just about 20 years one <laughs> out of the gazillions that I'm sure are there because, you you know, you've got some background. I'm sure there's probably more than one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, um, just like pretty much every other entrepreneur, I started as a me, myself and I business. I was a generalist. I built websites. I designed them. I, I did everything. And um, and the, the crux that happened for me to to uh, compel me to start building a team was uh, the moment when I realized I was holding my business back because of the limitations of what I knew. So back 20 years ago, technology was moving at an extremely rapid pace. How websites were being built was cruising along. It still is, but it's slow. the pace has slowed down a little bit, I think. And so I immediately started to realize I am falling behind. I am not keeping up with everything that's new. And so my very first hire was a programmer. And that was the best thing that I could have ever done. It not only relieved me of the pressure of having to learn and stay on top of all of this ever-evolving technology, but it immediately boosted our uh, ability to provide our clients with so much more than what I could have offered by myself. And and then we got a lot more done too. I was happy to delegate. And, you know, at the end of the day, the reason why all that happened is because I was given the most greatest advice ever, which is to hire your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. So yes, technically I could have done everything. I could have kept going for a long time, but there would have been no growth and we would have been doing our clients a big disservice because I wasn't giving them everything that was possible because of my knowledge limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that just started the whole the whole you know um, path of of me creating more and more jobs and continuing to delegate everything that I did, you know. And so now today we have experts who are. Uh, you know, well-versed and that's what they focus on in, in a variety of areas that 
all of all the services that eVision Media offers. So it's from uh, graphic design to programming to website design to SEO and SEM and social media marketing, copywriting. Uh, I have experts in all of those areas on my team so uh, so that I can just uh, delegate and manage them and 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 the clients get to enjoy uh, that kind of expertise. Uh, has it been easy? No. Uh, right. Uh, you know, there's, I've gone through a lot of people and one of the most biggest frustrations that I have when hiring is that people think they know way more than what they really know. And I think that same thing can apply to clients as well as to people who are looking for work to be hired. Um, they're especially in my world, uh, you know, uh, some if somebody knows how to install a WordPress theme, they call themselves web developers. And I'm going, oh, no, no, you don't know <laughs> anything about website <laughs> development. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I've had to go through a lot of trial and error of not being so trusting and uh, taking people's word for it and actually, uh, you know, finding out, okay, yeah, no, it, it, you're, you're back where I was 20 years ago. I need somebody a little more advanced than that. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. 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 I think that's great. And I mean, it only supports your clients, right? Like yeah. if they are coming to you for SEO help or, you know, social media help and support, you want somebody that knows that and knows what's happening and how to tweak it and adjust it right then and there versus somebody mm -hmm. that's like the jack of all trades and can do everything. And I'm doing it here for one person. I'm doing something else over here for another person. And it's like, no, I'm just focusing on this. Yeah. And going deep in my expertise in this one area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is the the best way to go. And and so by hiring an agency like us, you you're getting you're hiring one entity, but you're getting experts in all the different areas. And and that's the best thing that we can do for our clients. And and that's how we build trust with them. Uh, you know, building trust has always been instinctually a part of my brand positioning, even though I didn't label it as such, yeah. but it was so important to me that, um, that our clients trust us, trust us to be fair with them, to know what we're doing and to provide them with the best that, that we can provide them with and, uh, and to have a fast turnaround and, and just to know that we are their partner here. We're, we're not here to just make money. We're here to be a part of their team and supporting them in their business. Now, for the ones that are, you know, going, okay, that sounds great and amazing. You're an agency. You can do all these different things. But is there an ROI for them? Or, you know, because I could see people going, okay, yeah, I'm, you know, six, multiple six, going to seven. Do I need to be having somebody support me in my brand positioning. I kind of have a nice little foothold right now. Like what's the ROI for me to bring somebody on and handle some of these things for me? That, that's a great question. And I had a very similar conversation with a client who returned back to me uh, literally just two days ago. I was chatting with this client and years ago, we built her brand, we built her website, and then she stopped using us. She started hiring a VA to do these various updates and we just she just didn't think that she needed us anymore. And um, and then she came to me and she said, you know what, like it's I've just lost leads like I'm just not as busy as I used to be and it kind of happened gradually so I don't know what happened you know can you help me and I took one look at her website and I go well your website is trash like it 
it if you're expecting any kind of a lead to happen from your website it's it's not going to happen you know that first impression is is discombobulated there's broken links it looks like a big mess it's outdated and so um, to bring that into the context of your question is that most business owners don't know what is broken they're not aware of what is broken and and this client was kind of arguing with me yeah well it's cheaper to have the VA do it than to have you do it and I said to her how much money do you think you're losing because of all the people that have been bounced right off of your website and went on to your competitor she says I have no idea and I says yeah there are no stats we 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 couldn't could there is no value that we can put to that other than we know that we're losing people value you know um, you, people who could be your clients had they gotten the best impression when they landed there and i'm referencing website in this context but i'm talking about anything to do with any of those touch points that clients have or potential clients have with your brand uh, it could be a really poor impression on social media or in person networking event so at the end of the day many businesses really don't know and understand how powerful their brand positioning is either in a positive note or a negative note. Mm -hmm. It just is. And so if things, if, if there's a sense that things could be way better, they just don't know what it is. The first place I would look at is their brand positioning. Is it time to up level it? Is it time to make changes? Is it time to tweak it to make it more uh, resonate with their target audience and to up level their game? Because it might, they might have everything in place from five years ago when they went to Fiverr to have their logo designed and had their VA throw up a WordPress theme and that worked for them. And now it's not anymore because they have up leveled, their skills have up leveled, the level of expertise has gone up, but the brand positioning has stayed where it was back mm -hmm. in the old cheap way of doing things. Yeah, so. that, that's so true. Uh, if I really think about it, like my brand has gone through a couple of iterations, mm -hmm. right? From when I very first started to where it's at now, you, you go, I kind of wish I had my very first uh, website image. <laughs> you can go to Wayback Machine. You'll, oh my gosh. See oh it there. My gosh. Yes. That would be crazy to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that many times. You should see my first website. Oi. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, even just thinking about like, some of my colleagues, um, some other coaches and experts and things that are out there, like they're constantly reinventing themselves and their brand changes with them. Yep. So it it is something that makes a lot of sense that it should move with you. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And and as you increase in your expertise, you want to be able to showcase that and have that piece come through. So that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, this has been really, really insightful. Um, and time has just flown by. Um, what I would love to have you share with us is, you know, is if somebody's interested in, in figuring out, okay, it might be time for me to go ahead and, and get a new look and feel, or I don't feel that my brand position is really showcasing what it is that we do now. What is the best way for our audience to reach out to you? And do you happen to have a free gift for them? Yeah, yeah, I do. And yes, um, I think that 
uh, when you're at that point, the best thing to do is to get back to the basics and, and redo that brand positioning blueprint, that, that guide that you and your team needs to follow in order to be at the level that you're at in your business. So I do have a free guide that I just put together. It's called Unlocking Customer Trust and Business Growth. And it's a seven-step guide to defining a compelling brand identity that appeals to your ideal clients. And so it will help you understand all of the different elements that go into that brand identity guide, that brand positioning guide. And, and if you follow those seven steps, then you will have a compelling brand identity that appeals to your perfect clients and, and will help drive that business growth that, you, that you're after. Perfect. I love it. Uh, and we'll definitely have the link to that in the show notes so you can go ahead and get that guide. Now, before I let you go, what is a takeaway or a memorable note you'd like to leave our audience with? I think the uh, the big thing that I would like to mention is that where you are at right now is it, it is what it is. Uh, and it's time, it might be time to kind of reassess and take a look at it from a different perspective. Is there more that could be done to grow my business faster? Or, uh, you know, am I exactly where I need to be at this moment in time? So it's never too late and never a wrong moment to take that assessment and decide is your business where you're where it needs to be at. And if it isn't, the first thing to do is to take a look at that brand positioning. And I should also mention, too, with that with that download guide, um, there is an invitation in there once you've signed up and, and gotten your guide uh, to have a chat with me and and have a free consultation so that I can kind of assist with some questions that you might have. And is this the time that you need to be repositioning your brand? And, you know, I can offer some advice on that, too. Beautiful. Perfect. Thank you, Susan, for being with us today. And I want to thank our audience for joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm excited for you to take all of these lessons and the resources that you've learned here today, implement them, and create even more impact in your world. So until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.